is the Unpleasant Thoughts back with another interview. I'm your host, Shampoo, a.k.a. Big Shampoo. It's your boy, Slider Guy, no lie. We got a very talented guest with us today. She's a um, DJ. Yeah. Um, introduce yourself. What's tell up, them where they can find you. And I'm going to say you short. So I tell them what you, else you went to. Um, what's good, y'all? My name is Trilla K, DJ Trilla K. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Trilla K underscore, uh, Trilla K dot com. I DJ, I sing, do a little bit of rapping, do a little bit beat, beat making, manage some venues in DC, um, from Northeast, and yeah. Oh, you got an artist in the building. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. All Right. Hey, so we can touch on the DJing. How do you um, get into that? How long have you been doing that? Yeah, so I've actually been DJing since like the end of 2018. So it's like my most recent creative bag I've tapped into. And it's been great. Um, I decided to start DJing after a trip to LA. It was like my first time seeing a bunch of women spinning. And I just thought it was the coolest shit ever. So decided to do that shit. COVID happened, had a lot of time to just, like, develop my craft, and then this shit took off for real, so, yeah. So, like, DJing, like, did you wanted to do it before you picked up a turntable? Did you have, like, any female DJ-ler? Really thinking the about DJs that shit for real. Um, I definitely, like, always had an ear for music. Like, I've, I've been working in the music industry since 2016, so um, I've always been doing behind-the-scenes stuff, but I didn't ever think I was, like, going to become a DJ, um, I think after like seeing other women do it, that's when I really thought about it like harder, and then I started picking it up, and then I was getting booked, and it just went crazy. So you took your some of you was like, let me go ahead and just try yeah, it out. Yeah, like boom. it was like a hobby, and then that shit turned into like a career. So it's been lit. Do you um think you you have a certain style that could be defined? Um, I'm like most known for my transitions. <clears throat> So, like, when it comes to, like, song selection, I'm pretty open format. I like to read the room, the crowd. Um, but I love transitioning. Like, that's my private thing with DJing. And what's that, though, to people who don't know what the transition is? Like, so, transition from one song to another? Yeah, like, from this, like, one song to the next. Like, how the music blends. Sometimes I'll, like, mash songs together and maybe make a whole new song. So, I really enjoy just, like playing with two different tracks and how that sounds. Oh, yeah. So sticking with that, right? So what was your first one you did? Like, to the 18. Oh, your that's first so one. harsh. What was your first one? What was your first one? What was my first The first one you went was like, ah, oh, shit. Damn. Right, this going, this slide good together like that. You know, it's, this this beat hit that be good. Damn. Okay. I don't even remember my first jump for real, but I think it was like some. Kid Cuddy shit with like some nudie, like it was just some like alternative shit with some mm. trap. And now I really like to just like play with genres and things like that. So um, I like the curveballs. Like I don't, I don't want to be predictable. Okay. Do you yeah. think it's like a, a a transition that you have like two particular songs that like go the craziest? So I actually like freestyle ninety percent of my sets. Um, so I try not to do the same, same. thing. Yeah, ever. Uh, it happens sometimes, but yeah, like I literally try my best to freestyle as much as possible and do something different every time. And yeah, it's just surprising like how many new possibilities there are. So yeah. So like when you go to different venues, you say you read the crowd. So I'm pretty sure you play, like I said, you play a lot of different music and genres. Yeah. Have you ever tried to slash something in there? It's like, let me see if this joint <laughs> All the time. <laughs> um, I had this one set at... At Wild Days and us on K Street at Eaton Hotel, and um, I played Kirk Franklin 
uh, was it Revolution? And they was cranking at that joint. But I be like sign sneaky shit in there here okay. and there. Yeah, I do. Not all the time, but enough. Yeah. You say you do, um, you you sing mm-hmm. also? Um, yeah. So I'm actually about to drop a music video soon to my single God Body. It's on all streaming platforms, Spotify, YouTube, all that shit. Um, but yeah, that's something that I started doing during quarantine for real. I started recording myself. Um, and that's been lit. Like, I've always, like, sang on some regular shit, but I didn't even know I had, like, a decent recording voice. Till COVID happened, I was in the house. I bought an interface. Got on Ableton, got on Pro Tools, and yeah. So at least skills even with the recording and you say you make beats mm-hmm. and DJ and did you learn these things on your own by just Nah, nothing on my own. Nothing like right. always had like friends who's down to help, down to show me the ropes. With DJing, um, I kinda my friend Matt and my friend Sylvan, shout out to both of y'all. They taught me how to use um a DJ controller and then from there I've just been developing the craft on my own since I haven't like taken any DJ classes um and then with singing and stuff like I grew up in church singing and like little bands and shit um so when it came to recording myself my friends taught me how to record myself but singing is just pretty natural and I've always been like writing poetry and songs and stuff so so you say you've been behind the scenes since 2016 mm-hmm. did you feel like that helped you with your scene as well with your guy that was like you know what I'm gonna go for it myself because now like I said COVID mm-hmm. hit a lot of people was like all right yeah. They don't need me, nobody like, need me. It. Yeah, I'm gonna do it myself and <laughs> put my grind in. That's where a lot of people start investing themselves. Yeah. So with that that two thousand sixteen knowledge you feel like it's helping you today and it's like in to now? Definitely. I honestly credit like all the behind the scenes stuff to like my success as a DJ now because like um I do like production and stuff behind the scenes and uh I work at a few venues in DC. And I think just having those like connections and that network helped. So when it was time to like professionally DJ, I was already getting booked just off of the stream for people who knew me, just like from supporting them and things like that. So definitely like my network helped me get to where I am now with my DJ career. And if it wasn't for that, like I'd probably still be in the house fucking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite DJ? Um, ooh. Um, locally, Bono's best, DJ Bo. Uh, he's fire. So, local DJ, DJ Bo. He be going crazy. Yeah. I say, like, do you, um, see yourself? I know, like, I've been to clubs a lot, and I've also heard a lot of women DJs. It's kind of hard to get through the door. Mm-hmm. But, like, see, since you had the networking and your friends help you through, so now you got your foot in the door. Yeah. Are you going back to reach back to the other females Definitely. and pull them back up to through the door? So we got, like, a little DJ girlies group chat that's going on with, like, most of the DJ girls in the city. And um, I'm definitely, like, always trying to help. If it's somebody trying to learn how to DJ, I'm going to teach them because somebody taught me. So I'm really big on the community tip, especially because this wasn't even something that I thought that would be a career. But, like, I've just made so much money by doing what I love. So if I can help somebody else do that, I'm going to do it. That's big ups. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have, like, a, a goal for it, like, overall? So, right now, I'm in, like, the festival and tour circuit, which is really dope. Um, I went on tour with my homie Trey Amani. We opened up for a Big Crit. We was on Shout tour out. for three weeks. That shit was fire. Um, my homie DJ Brie Mafia just spent at the um, Currency Show this past weekend at Howard Theater. I'm doing a lot of festivals and stuff right now and going back on tour in October. So, I definitely want to continue to do the festival thing, the tour thing. It's been dope to just like travel and get paid to do what I love to do, and I want to continue to see how far that takes me. That's what's up. You have a favorite place you've been since you've been touring? 
The South y'all lit for real. I ain't uh, gonna hold y'all. Like the everybody South lit. You gonna see all your people there. Like yeah. it was lit. Like I had so much fun. Like Memphis, Atlanta, New Orleans. Like hands down, my new favorite city. Um, I would definitely go back to New Orleans. I'm going to LA actually this coming weekend. Um, but I've DJed out there before, so this will be like my second or third time spinning. Why New Orleans? Like, it's the food, the festival, the everything. people, the culture. Like, literally I a lot of things everything. About it. Like and then that's like the one place in America that don't really feel like America. Like, it feels like a different country, low key. So, but yeah, definitely the vibes. Like, the people, amazing, and the food, yeah, everything. Can you give me like the journey on like your first venue until now? Like you remember your first venue, you probably went there was yeah. like, oh, shh, I'm about to be in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> so my first gig ever, it was my homie, uh, Black Ranger Music. It was his listening party. Um, this was like February 2019, I think. And he asked me to spend for his listening party. So I really just fuck with how my friends have been like always supportive of me from jump. I was on my little baby ass controller. Didn't have all the right chords. I'm like so nervous, cranking in a little corner. But yeah, from there to now, like I still um, DJ sets for my friends who want me to spin for them. Still do listening parties, all of that, showcases. And just try to show love when I can. Like it's not always about you as a DJ as well. Like I appreciate when I'm like the headliner on my set, but I really love supporting my friends too. You really don't hear a lot of that yeah. out in the city. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he real with you. A lot of people yeah. just eat out, eat out in the smallest city. Like yeah. But that's something that I've been learning on the road too. Like they show my love out of town. And like I appreciate that like when I'm here too, they show my love, but the momentum has definitely been going because out of town they show love too. So, yeah, so it's been vibes. Any sets? You got in front of your body and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like my whole first year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing. Just like, especially now that I'm doing festivals and stuff now, like with live music, it's always going to be like room for error. There's always going to be a mistake made. But you just got to roll with the punches and like not beat yourself up over a mistake and keep it going. Like I had made this one mistake a few months into DJing. And, like, I didn't know what to do because I was using a board that it was my first time using. And, like, the crowd, like, still cheered me on. Like, keep going. You got this. So, it was dope to see, like, all right, you fucked up. But, like, yeah, like, just keep going. And other people encouraged me to keep going. So, I felt a little bit better even though I was embarrassed. Yeah, but, but I'm glad. I, I said, that's, like, that's a big thing, too. This might be like, no, what the f-? Yeah, like, they was like, boo, tomato, tomato. <laughs> you like, I'm Gotta go. <laughs> Disrespectful to DJs sometimes too. Like I don't even know if y'all saw Wiz at the club disrespecting DJs. But yeah, like, that should be. You said that was disrespect. I ain't never get disrespected. I thought that was, but okay. I ain't never get disrespected like that. But I've seen like artists like disrespect DJs and shit before, and like I'll pack the shit up and y'all can play your own music if you gonna start disrespecting people. Yeah, that's how you kill the whole club though. Yeah, you gonna play the music exactly. <laughs> Put so. your phone on that bitch. <laughs> yeah, as long as that don't happen. If that happen, I might have to pack up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got like a song that you know, like I, I know people, I, I like you know a couple of DJs and stuff. So you like got a song you like? Let me play this first transition because I know the clubs be slow before people get mm-hmm. in. The beans be slow. You, you know, we want to set back. Uh, nah, not unless I got like a three, four hour set. I okay, might, I might play something more than once, but if it's like an hour or two, I ain't running shit back. But I don't know. I have before, and like some people might make requests. What I will say is that we hate requests. I hate requests? No, don't request. 
nothing from the DJ. I seen DJs go, oh, the security, I did security <laughs> in club. People like, he like, no, I'm telling Yeah. Him. I don't want to request. Nah. I'm telling him. Like, I was like, I understand, bro, but you know they're going to come. Yeah. I can't push them away from the screen either. So it'd be like, yeah. Like, out of every, like, 10, 15 requests, there's one good one. Like, every time. So. I, I don't know. I feel like, like, the DJ, I, like, I respect it, right? But if the DJ not. Yeah, like, and if they're not vibing, that's why it's yeah. important to read the room, too. Because some DJs just going to play what they want to play or, like, they'll plan a set. So, it's no room to read the room because your set is already planned. But that's why I like to freestyle because sometimes I might plan something and then I get there and that's just not the vibes. So. I got you. Because I've been to, like, a reggae party and the DJ mm-hmm. was playing, like, all hip-hop and, them, and he went off. It was like, bah. you know, just got it on. Like, Everybody kill you in here. <laughs> they paid you to play their music. You playing what you want to play and stuff like that. But I also yeah, seen people try to take over the DJ. I'm like, keep playing, play this one, play this one. I'm like, yeah. man, let that person do their job as well. got to be a balance. Yeah. Be a balance. And I always ask, like, before I get but I'll ask, like, is there a certain vibe you want? Is there certain songs you want me to play? Just so I'm not surprised when I get there. You ever had to do, like, an uncut and clean, like, clean version? Yeah, so when I first started spinning, I didn't have a lot of clean music. But now, like, a lot of the, like, corporate shit, you got to have clean music. So I had, like, a four-hour gig where I had to play all clean music. And mm-hmm. I definitely there was a few tracks in there that wasn't clean, but overall I was still good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like sometimes you'd be like, "What? Oh, I can't, I can't get the vibe out yeah. the cussing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like listening to certain jungles on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's like, what? Why y'all do that? Y'all play fast. Songs sound ten times. Yeah, the whole sentence was five words. Yeah, old and you listen to the music and you say, "We songs sound sound way better than it did on the radio." Facts, yeah, we tracks like that. <laughs> like you got a uh, like a favorite part of DJ. You know, some people might like the crowd. Some people just might like how they feel when they mixing or whatever. You got like a favorite part of it. Hmm. I know you probably love it all. I like, do, but shit. Let's see. Um, I would say like festivals and clubs be the most lit for me. Like I really enjoy like seeing people party and have fun and dance. Like if you're not dancing, like why why are we out? Hey, what was your first festival? Uh, first festival. Oh, it was actually um American University has a festival called Amfest. I heard that. And before. yeah, that was my first festival ever. I DJ for Amfest on some local shit. And everything else really been out of town for real. I've had a few other ones here, but yeah. Right. Yeah, do you prefer like I know DJ DJ everywhere? Do you prefer like a certain vibe, like a college, like a college party? Cause you know they gonna party. The college kids on. And then, and then you got the clubs. You people like say you like to see them dance. Everybody yeah. in the club don't be able to be dancing. They just be getting turned up in that joint, chilling sometimes. Like, yeah, I like I like doing clubs. I like DJing smoke shops. That should be the vibe. You get free weed, vibing, chilling. You get to play the stoner music. Um, where else? I've DJ like door openings before. That's been fire. Oh, damn, that's good. Um, so yeah, I don't really, I don't think I got a fade for real. I like the diversity of getting booked at different types of things. Um, my least favorite, even though I make the most money though, it'd be the corporate shit because it got to be clean mm-hmm. and it's just this that. But other than that, I like all the gigs. See, that's one thing about uh, growing up as a person who just hear the word DJ. It's like all right. You don't really think DJs go to this and do this yeah. and do this and do that and do that and go through all this technically, which is engineering yeah. and sound waves. So you're kind of like a scientist on the damn board. No, I did <laughs> I've learned so much other things outside of DJing. Like I've learned how like the sound engineering stuff and it's helped me with production because 
sometimes you guys set your own sound up. There's no salmon there, all of that. So I've definitely learned a lot outside of DJing from just DJing. Have you ever kind of like wanted to incorporate one of your musics? One of your songs and your sets? Have you ever done oh, that Oh, I have. Okay. I'll say, so. I would. I would, I would. <laughs> Do you perform your song? Yeah, I don't perform super frequently because I don't be kind of shy when it comes to performing, but not when DJing. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. But definitely, like, I'm on a lot of tracks on my homies, too. So whenever they got, like, a set and they ask me to come out, I'm going to do that shit. Um, but I definitely throw my music in my set. Uh, one of my motivations to start making music, too, as a DJ is, I don't know if y'all know, but Ludacris actually, like, broke his own music. He was a college DJ, yeah. and, like, he broke his own shit by spinning his own shit. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And it's honestly been working. Like, it's been fire. I always break my friend's music. Like, I always tell people, like, send me music. I'm gonna put that shit in my library, so. That's what's up, because yeah. I feel like a lot of DJs really don't break artist songs no more. Mm -hmm. It's usually, like, let me grab it from the radio yeah. here. It's not, like, not even homegrown, like. You came down the street and get my music and don't really put it out there. I'm like, exactly. people are like, oh, they not known enough. Well, make it. That's exactly. your job. You're the connection. You're the piece now. Like, you was get the feed going. Like, if you don't play that music, then the crowd, you know what I'm saying, would never hear it. But if you mm -hmm. play that music and the crowd hear you get an opinion. You get exactly. an uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I be telling my homies. I'm like, we just going to play this shit and we going to see what they fucking with. If they was already vibing, they stopped. Then you know it's not the music. Okay. Like, you, I'm you, not you playing that one again. You got to be ready for the reaction. Definitely be doing that market research for sure. Yeah, but I feel like that's a great vibe because when you sneak your uh, sneak your own music in there, you be like, "That's a reaction." Mm -hmm. Like, and if you got people saying, "Who's this?" You be like, "That's me." Yep, me. Yep, I did a, a mix for DTLR Radio when they were like airing it through all the stores in the U.S. and I snuck my song in there. So I know somebody in some random ass state heard that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's that's yeah. that's what they like it sometimes mm -hmm. in other states. It's probably yeah probably take off there before here. Yeah, it'd be mad love. Yeah, it's because like, most people are their biggest critics, though. So you always think what people think in your own neighborhood is a way bigger world. Mm -hmm. And then when you go international, it's really international. Have you been overseas with your DJing? Yet? I haven't. Not yet. Definitely during quarantine, though, I had a few virtual gigs. I had a virtual one in South Africa and one in Paris. How did it work? So, like, <laughs> uh, there was, like, these brands from those perspective areas. They individually reached out to me to do a That's mix tight. and, like, send it to them. And they aired it on their, like, radio and stuff. That's tight. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping to... Very soon, yeah, get a gig overseas. Yeah, so I'm hoping to physically have a gig overseas soon. But oh, I know I don't want it in the UK too, um, virtually. But yeah, for right now, just some virtual international. What would be like one of your first places you would want to go if you travel internationally? Ooh, damn. My homie Bass, she be spending in the UK, so definitely the UK, and um, I want to go back to Barcelona, Spain. I want to do some shit out there. Oh, it's you lit. definitely gonna see people dancing. Yeah, they dance. It's beautiful. Like everybody beautiful out there. Yeah, it's yeah. vibes. So yeah. Fly shit out there. And definitely wanna go to Africa too. One of my homies, he be spending in Africa. That shit lit. Have you ever had like a DJ? I'm not like a DJ. I'm an artist that you want to help uh, build their music more. Like I see a lot of DJs, you know, kind of like, ah, right, this is my artist, mm -hmm. you know, or I'm his DJ. We working together. We got mm -hmm. a brand. I'm make sure I'm gonna break every song. You just make sure you show me. Bring, kind of bringing me every set. We just network. Yeah. Have you thought about that? Um, that? Yeah, my homegirl, Baby Callow. She from Baltimore. Um, shout out, Baby Callow. Shout out, Baby Callow. Uh, definitely be playing her music all the time. Like, yeah, she one of them people. She be putting me and my homie Bree on. Um, we DJ for her at South by Southwest this year and last year. So, yeah, always going to play her shit during the set. That's what's up. So, what do you see yourself like in the next five years? Damn. 
Because mm -hmm. for me, like, you just knowing that the 2016, it hasn't really been the five years mm -hmm. you're putting the work in. No. So what I can see and right now, you put the work in. Just hearing yeah, your stories, that's an amazing turn. Like, what's your next five years looking like for you in your mind? What's your goal? Travel, travel, travel. Definitely want the international gigs, um, just to be on the move travel-wise. Um, and definitely to be able to, like, take my efforts and, like, help grow my community. A lot of people, like, blow up here and then they leave. I ain't really <laughs> trying to leave. As long as I can travel, they're still home regardless. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I definitely have like no intention of just like blowing up and moving to LA for shits and giggles. Like I can, as long as I can travel whenever, I'm good. So I definitely want to continue to build community. Hopefully in five years, there's more women spinning. It's more artists from the area that are on and there's more of a like industry infrastructure here that's definitely lacking. So just helping build that community. That's dope. Okay. Do you have like a, a dream gig or festival that you mm. like, I'm going to do that? Mm, that's a good one. Should I fuck around DJ at Coachella? I feel like I need to put that on the bucket list. And I want to DJ a boiler room set. How does like? That's definitely. That's like the underground rave yeah. type. Everybody sweating, partying. Yeah, but it ain't gonna be no rave music. I'm gonna play some turn up shit. Oh, all right. But uh, yeah, I want to do a boiler room set and maybe like a big ass festival like Coachella. Yeah, that's like that's you really got that's controlling. Like yeah, of but I've learned so much. Like the bigger the audience gets, I've learned so much. Like it's not about me. Like okay, you have a good taste in music, but you it's you really have to develop your intuition and just like understand what people want and have that foresight. Or you're not going not gonna say you're not gonna be that successful, but your success ties into other people. And if you can relate to other people better, you probably be more successful. All right. I got a what if question for you right here. All right, bet. Yeah, okay. let me get it. Bang, right. So, you already on the up and path in your DJ. You already going up. <clears throat> so now, what if your music takes off? See, I've been, <laughs> I've been thinking. I that's you, why I don't really people, be trying yeah. to do too much. What if it hits though? You know, I know you can. I know people can do both, but you know that music. I don't think you should run for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, See, that's honestly why I've been moving super slow with the music too, because I'm kind of nervous yeah. about that. But I like to go with the flow. Like, wherever life take me, I'm not about to fight it. So I'm going to just continue, like, being true to myself, continue to create. And wherever that take me, cool. Like, if the music shit ended up being hotter than the DJ shit, I'm not mad about it. Or if me DJing is hotter, all right. But I at least want to, like, define my success by my own terms, do what I love, and not because somebody else telling me to do that shit. That's what's up. That's yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that's a tough one. I, I don't know. know. I know, because like, there's choices in life. Yeah. There's it's violence. Like good choices, though. Yeah. <laughs> they both good choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of, a lot of like, you know, Ludacris had to do the same thing. I ain't spending no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever. I mean, secure. Where look, the money look, reside? Look at, look at, I mean, <laughs> there's money. Then you turn that yeah. to acting. Yeah. All do, that. Do, you, do, you, do you act interested in that? No. I haven't acted in your role besides myself, but I've done like some commercials and stuff, if that counts. I mean, more than that. I watch commercials. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been in one. I have to say, I've been in a commercial or two. I've been in like two ads, so I mean, that, but I haven't done any like short films or anything like that, but I'm always down to like try shit out. I don't like to like 
block myself from Man, shit. You know what I'm saying? I won't do it. I'm going to try it, and then I'm going to let y'all know how I feel about it. I feel you. Yeah. I know what? Look at me on the camera. I don't think I like right? that. Because I wouldn't <laughs> know if I ain't tried to DJ. I wouldn't yeah. even know if I liked it. That's so. one. Of the, that's, that's amazing, though. You went from 2016 to now 2022. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. six years of grinding. And you traveled, and you seen, and you experienced mm-hmm. things in your life. And and we actually had a, heard your name. It was like, oh, snap, she's from the city. Let's yeah. go ahead and let's look her up. Let's go ahead and figure out who she Thank really is. Thank y'all for tapping in. Of course, got yeah, to. Thank you Hell for yeah. coming, I say, uh, you let them know how to find you again. Let them know to introduce yourself into the world again and uh, listen to your music. Thirsty. Once again, I'm DJ Trilla K. You can find me at com on Instagram at K underscore. That's a K-A-Y on the K. Uh, on Twitter at DJ Trilla K, and yeah, be out here. You can find me on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, my website in LA, in New York, wherever on the map, international on the map. If you got music, send that shit to DJ Trilla K at gmail dot com. Throw your shit in rotation. Just make sure it's mixed and mastered. And yeah, see how the crowd feels. Yeah, see how the crowd feels. And where do you get the name from? Um, actually, when I was in college, I went to Towson, um, and people just started calling me Trilla. This was, like, around the 2 Chains era, where, like, the word Trill was oh. popping, and then I just called me Trilla, and then that just been my nickname since college. Shit fits. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Thank you for coming through again. Appreciate it's been a Boy Slider Got No Lie. Shampoo, a.k.a. Big Shampoo. And it's the Unpleasant Those Podcast. Yeah. Fire.